0: Hello, I'm Howard, and welcome to the ninety-three twenty review podcast. The show that's already sick of the return of the phrase "mentality monsters." F off. Uh, we're looking at the eventful win at Bramall Lane as City become the only team with a hundred percent record after three weeks. Might as well give us the trophy, now, eh? Uh, discuss the match and more. Delighted to be joined by two big guns. It's ASAN and the returning Ollie. Uh, good afternoon, Aisam. How are you?
1: Afternoon, Howard. I'm really good. Really good. How are you? Yeah, not bad for Monday. Yeah, I like I like being undefeated. I like to have the only clean record in the league. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, we don't want another season of catch-up, do we, after all?
0: No. Uh, and thanks for telling me, it's a bank holiday in the UK, I'd completely forgotten, so... <laughs>
1: Oh, the life of the self-employed, eh? (laughs) Yeah,
0: but it's that stupid one at the end of August that has no meaning whatsoever. It would have meant I'd have wandered off to Badminton tonight, got there and realised that the place would be shut. So you've done me (laughs) a big favour. Good afternoon, Ollie. How are you?
2: I'm not bad, thanks. Uh, I was just about to say I'm enjoying the bank holiday, to be honest. So, um, yeah, it's not not too bad. Sitting top of the league, you know, already a two-point gap. Let's hope we can get that extended a bit further over the next six weeks or so isn't it?
0: Well there's a title showdown against West Ham in a few weeks time and that's our chance to <laughs> to nail it down so yeah how was your weekend then?
2: Yeah not too bad thanks uh, it's just a qu- quiet one really nothing much going on but um until you know yesterday's afternoon watching the Premier League because it was a bit dramatic all around wasn't it really but um mm. I'll I'll yeah. take I'll take that.
0: Another interesting week yeah it's it's weird because uh the Premier League show I did with Steve on Friday is that you know he, he always asks what do you see as a potential shock to the weekend and I, could, I couldn't see a single one to be honest uh, I just thought it'd be a I thought Newcastle loop will be a good game but I thought it all be pretty generic stuff so as always the Barclays delivers and gives us plenty of narratives and stories so and hopefully I might be doing a monologue about it tomorrow so because <laughs> there was so much to talk about so right Let's talk about City and the football before we wrap up with looking at uh, perhaps the wider picture as the transfer window does finally, thankfully I think, uh, is close to shutting for a few months. Asan, hey uh Friday's show that I listened to and obviously I spoke to Hal, the Sheffield United fan, who to say he wasn't optimistic about this game <laughs> would be the understatement of the century. Now, obviously, City are expected to go into these games and win. Did you actually go into this game more confident than any you can think of in recent history? Because the way everyone was talking, it was pretty much a done deal, this match.
1: Mm, I mean, I'm, I think you know me well enough to know that I'm generally always uh, very optimistic about this City team and, and whoever we, we tend to come up against. So it didn't feel like a banana skin at any point in the build-up.
0: No, fair enough.
1: No, just it was... Not even
0: for me, it didn't, to be honest.
1: (laughs) I think, you know what, I think that unless something dramatic happens or until we have a very dramatic and unexpected result, I feel as though this season I find myself the most calm and the most confident about anything in terms of opposition. I, I don't really I can't Im- yeah as I say until something changes I can't imagine a situation where I go into a weekend not going we'll win this weekend. Anfield obviously is one where you go yeah you'll take the point and you'll run um, I, I think with all the fuckery that we've seen at, at Old Trafford down the years I think that's the probably the other one where you take the point and run but outside of that I can't imagine there'll be many games, many weekends that I go into going, no, I don't expect City to win.
0: And Spurs, obviously, <laughs> just because.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Angie's there now. It's a completely different show now, Angie's there.
0: Yeah, we'll lose 2-0 this time around <laughs> instead. So. Ollie, what about you? I've, just like, I've, like, I've won the treble, just be relaxed, and I'm still like sometimes going, ooh, Arsenal. Awesome. Also, two all to Fulham. But please, you know, if they drop points now, I'm like, it's August for God's sake! Stop. It's not like Southampton at home in March in the middle of a title race and they're dropping two points. It's like, don't get angsty about other results in August. It's ridiculous. But are you pretty relaxed about this season?
2: I, I am, to be honest. You know, I kept kept an eye on the results on Saturday, just enjoying them. Really, for what they were. You know, f- f- Fulham. You know, getting a last a last minute equaliser. Um, not even Forest going two 0 up in four minutes against them lot is I think one of the moments of the weekend more than the City game really. Uh, even mm. though, even if it didn't end the right way, but then again, when is a game at Old Trafford going to end the fair and moral way? Um, when it's a lower when it's a lower down the table opposition for them. So you know it's 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 just it's the Premier League is still very enjoyable to watch across the board at the moment. Um, you know Brighton versus Wolves, but uh, versus West Ham, who would have who would have thought you know. Brighton, who look to be a team in the ascendancy, would get would get turned over by West Ham. Uh, so it's it's these sort of things, and you just let you left looking around the league, going, is there anyone who's actually serious enough to take City on? Because City just look assured. They don't look. I don't think they're playing out of this world. I think some players are playing brilliantly. Some players are playing okay, and we'll get into the nitty gritty and the details of all that at some point today. But ultimately, City are playing well enough to get the points and other teams aren't and Mm. like Asan, i don't i'll uh, there'll be a moment there'll be a moment and it'll probably be at anfield or old trafford or spurs (laughs) where you know the where the loss where a loss will come and we'll all lose our heads over it but at the same time i don't think there's going to be a game i'll go into this season thinking city can't win this you know because we're clearly the best team in the world which uh, therefore the best team in the premier league um I just don't I can't see anyone stopping us apart from dodgy referees and you know city falling apart of their own accord as city can do and as we've seen them do but I don't think we're going to be seeing a close title race off 3 weeks is you know, off off 3 weeks unless there's major major changes at some other bigger club at some of the other big clubs
0: yeah well I want to wrap up on a bit of transfer talk I think we'll come back to the rivals and if if you feel yeah you know. I might ask Asan as well, if, if, after three weeks, if he's got any uh, concrete ideas on who our rivals are. So, But let's talk about the match first. So I feel, even though he didn't start, I've got to talk about Phil Foden. So Asan, the team, the first thoughts with the team is Phil Foden just can't catch a break. Mm. We want him to have to break out season. He's man of the match last week, so this week he gets the shits and he's on the bench, and that's the travel alone. Uh, yeah, disappointing in so many ways because obviously we'd, I really, really want to see him as a creative force in this game. The Kanji was out too. So, with that, both of those in mind, obviously Foden traveled but wasn't fit to start. A few surprises with the team, really.
1: No, I mean, <clears throat> I think we do find ourselves in a, in a spot where the teams are going to end up picking themselves even with a couple of injuries in the squad just because of the smallness of the squad. Um, mm. And certainly, in t- you know, obviously you bring new players in, but then they need time to settle and et cetera, et cetera. So it, it'll be a, little, a minute before we start seeing new players. <clears throat> anyway, I, look, Phil was ill. There's not a lot you can do about that. I, I completely take your point about the fact that it often feels as though he has a big game, and then for whatever reason, he's unavailable for the next one. But I I just want to feel as though he's got the trust of the coaching staff. I think that's almost the most important thing for me right now. And so the fact that he didn't start because he was ill is, a, is actually absolutely fine. I think that you know, I'd be having kittens if they were like, oh, no, he's fit. It's just it was a tactical decision to not start him. Um, so yeah. that, that's sort of where I was at with that one. And then, you know, for the rest of the team, it, it did sort of pick itself, but I feel as though it also picked the first-half performance for us as well, in many respects.
0: Right, well, I'm not going to split this game into 10-minute sections, if you're glad to know. So let's talk about that first-half performance, Ollie. Big caveat for me is, like, The big thing I would point out is how I view a game at the time is often very different to how I view the game the day after when I sit down and think about it as a whole. And I think it's one of these games that fits into that criteria. So, the obvious perhaps big question is, was City really poor in that first half?
2: No, I don't think... They're created enough to win. It's just... you know, Some strikers just have a bad day in front of goal. Um... You know, and Haaland and Harland had one. He, he and we can also oh, he's not scored in however many games, or he's only got this many in however many games. I don't really think that's important. Uh, I think what what matters is is he is he actually getting involved? Is he taking the cha- Is he taking the chances? You know, is he, or is he just not shooting at all? Or is or is he just laying off? Same with Alvarez and his work. I think with him, you know, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the game he plays can look quite unpretty, it can, it doesn't look the nicest, you know, but he's doing a lot of the grunt work and then he's still, you know, having to finish off, a, try, trying to finish off a chance and the thing is he's just as good as he is and as great as some of his finishes are, just like we saw last week at Newcastle um, against Newcastle he's a great finisher but he's not on the level of Haaland, he's not got that kind of ultra robotic sense of goal he's got a more kind of natural flair sense of god that you tend to see with south american players you know and we've been blessed at city by so many of the absolute greats uh in the modern era so uh, it's it it's one of those frustrating ones because you think oh he's missed it. he's missed a penalty we've had chances to score but we're not ahead in the game but you look back on it and you think, actually at the end of the game it's fine you can have halves like that provided you back it up and, and change in, and change in the second half which i think city did um, and at the end of the day, we gave Sheffield United nothing. Um, we should have had a couple of a couple more penalties for bad, for better or worse, knowing our record with them. But ultimately, I don't think we can be too disappointed when you know we're restricting a team to no shots on target in the first half, and we've had chances to score and you know control the game from there.
0: Hey Sam, similar question for you, really. Uh, do you feel any different about that first half than you? You know, if I'd ask you the question at half-time in the match, <laughs> are you, have you got a different view to it? Because I think I have. I mean, it's fine lines in a way. We could have been 3-0 up. We could have been 2-3-0 up at half-time in that game. And yet you could we weren't. Uh, and you could also say it looked very plodding and lacking creativity at times. To me, it just felt like exactly how you'd expect a game like this to go in a way, except we weren't clinical. But, hey, it's August. I'm not that bothered. <laughs> Were you not impressed at half-time or were you quite were you quite relaxed about it all?
1: No, I was thoroughly unimpressed um, with the first half. I slightly disagree with Ollie in that I, I don't I don't actually think that we created much of anything, and the things that we did create weren't really. So, I, I think that the the first thing that you've got to look at is you've got to look at the way that Sheffield United set up right and that's like the lowest of low blocks that you're yeah. going to get. You've basically got a very narrow, very low block. Um, and there is almost a kind of... Uh, it's, happened, it's happened quite a bit already, three games in, but there's almost this sense of teams going, well, you know what? Grealish and Walker can have the ball. Fine. No problem. They can have the ball. They're not going to do anything with it anyway. Um, and we'll just stay narrow and we'll stay compact and, and nothing will really happen. And for me, that was really the pattern of the first half. I think the only real spark that we had, or so the, the only way that we seemed to be able to create any space was when Alvarez, with his running and his movement, I think that he, he was the only player that, you know, he's just, a, he's, he's, he's a very intelligent runner. Um, He's very he's very Argentinian in the sense that he's very aggressive in terms of how he protects the ball and how he gets to the ball, Um, and I think that yeah, outside of that and him, it just it it wasn't very nice to watch, and I know that I know that there's like so everything you say is true and everything that Ollie said is true. Like it's early in the season. There are games, there are halves that, that aren't great. Yeah. It just happens. It happens with your best players on the pitch. Um, I think for me, the, the worry would be more just the idea that we're shorn of our best, best player for about four months. Yeah. Which means that others need to show themselves and I just felt, considering the opposition, and they are appalling, right? Considering the opposition, you have to be better than they were.
0: Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description.